This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Woke up this morning into my car to start my day. First stop is my buyer, who six months ago walked away. When I arrived, Welcome everybody to the Value Clarity Podcast, where we talk about customer perceived value. And since value is customer perceived, it's in your customer's mind. So everything in your business is about what's going on in your customer's mind. Today, I have a really special guest, a friend that I've had for a couple of years, um, Bill Bear. If you are in the Phoenix area and you, you actually saw this on the video or you look him up on LinkedIn, Bear is B-A-E-R, uh, you will recognize his face from either being a sports person a long time ago or the news host at a variety of different uh, of the, the major stations around town. Bill, welcome. Thank you, Mark. It's great to be with you. So since leaving that business, um, you have started Bear Claw Productions, which is video for mostly corporate clients, correct? That is correct. So tell us about it a little bit more. Sure. Well, when I got out of television, what I loved about television was the storytelling aspect of it. And when I realized that news was not for me, 12 minutes of death and destruction, and then, you know, kind of saying, okay, what's the weather going to be like? Um, I thought I need a new challenge. I need something else. So that was the start of Bear Claw Productions, which is basically what I had done for the previous 15 years in television news uh, outlets around the country and here in Phoenix. And it's still that storytelling, um, but it's just a little different as opposed to doing it on the news of the day. We the A block. <laughs> Pardon me? Two minutes into the A block. Two minutes into the A block, exactly. And, you know, if you're out in the field, you've got to hit your block. Um, and so what we do now is basically the same thing, which is we're telling stories, but instead of the news of the day, we meet with our customers and we talk with them about what their message is, what they want to share with current customers, prospective customers, and we help them craft that message and then we do all the videotaping, we do the script writing, we can handle any and all portions of the project, and then deliver them a finished video uh, that tells their story and shares their message with the world using the power of video. Cool. And so, you know, with the, with the rise of you know, on my own computer, video editing and, and webcams and cams that I can shoot myself, um, it can be difficult to know when I need to hire a professional and when, geez, I can just do it myself. Um, tell me this, and, and we can delete this if you want, but, but tell me this. Um, my impression of you is that 
you're way more expensive than do it yourself, but you're you're priced at an at your price so that it's worth it. Oh, absolutely, Mark. Right. And, and 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 allow me to backtrack just a little bit. I've been blessed through all my years of television and in the video production world of always having, I'll call them mentors or folks that I could say, hey, I'm having a problem with this, or can you help me be better at that? And I've, I've been blessed with that, and I offer that to our clients and really anybody that I meet. So we spend a lot of time talking with people to help them understand the power of video. And you're absolutely right. You can, you can shoot a feature film on your iPhone, um, and there are folks that are doing that. Um, but when you want to do stuff in-house, if it's just to maybe communicate with your sales team, we'll sit down and talk with folks and say, here's what you need. Here's how you can do it. Here's some software solutions that will help you and make it easy for you. And our goal is to, again, help people understand the power of video, help them harness that, and hope that when they get to the point where they say, okay, this one's beyond us, they'll remember Bear Claw Productions, they'll reach out, and then we can help them with that project. Yeah, and that's great. Now, I, I want to backtrack and remind everybody that it's a video world. Having Absolutely. competent video or having, and, and competent is a fluid definition, right? <laughs> um, having competent video, but having video that meets the needs um, is, is becoming less and less negotiable. Uh, Google is starting to put video more prominently in their search algorithm. So if you've got video, you appear on search. I mean, so just having something, having video means it's, it's becoming uh, a critical business capability. Oh, absolutely. And it, it, I mean, I don't know how far into the weeds you want to get, but you get into the SEO and the backlinks and all of that stuff. But you're absolutely right. And that's what we bring to the table that we want to help folks understand and get the best return on their investment. So that may be, uh, okay, let's do some in-house stuff. And we talk with them about a singular message. That's really important because with so much video out there, there are so many, there are so many messages that sometimes everything gets lost in the, in the mix. So what we talk with our clients about, if you want to focus on that SEO stuff, if you want to focus on promoting what makes you unique, stick to a singular message. It's one thing that, that we've told our clients for the last 25 years since I started Bear Claw. Shorter is always better, but never sacrifice the message. And what we mean by that is all you're trying to do with video is get there's a call to action implied in there. You want to either prove your experience, your knowledge, your value, getting back to the basis of this. And you can, you can do that through a video, but you're not going to be able to do all of it through a video. So what we want our clients to do is figure out, help them figure out the best way to get that message out it's generally in shorter clips, shorter messages, 
And once you have a face-to-face or a Zoom conversation, then you can get more into the weeds and really explain all of the unique things that you bring to the table that will benefit your customers, that will help them advance. Yeah. Do you ever have to uh, counsel a customer that they were getting way too fancy, that you need to simplify this? Um, Absolutely. We have... Uh, it, it, it's funny. It's one of the early projects that we were doing for an organization here in town. They wanted us to produce a 30 second video and all they had were stills. So still pictures and they wanted to do picture in picture and all sorts of cool, different effects. And I said, we'll do whatever you want, but you're going to muddy the water so much that the message will get lost. And they said, no, this is what we want to do. And we said, okay. Uh, We always play devil's advocate with our clients, but in the end, it's their money. It's their choice. We will do whatever they want. So we went through, we put this 30 second commercial together. It had a voiceover track and music and all sorts of stuff. But we went into our avid editing system, which is the systems that we have in, in house. And it's what they do feature films on. And there are thousands of possible effects that you can use. So we took all of these pictures and we started putting all these random effects on it and and things were blowing up and they were all, you know, black and white and they were crystallized and they were morphing and they're all this stuff. And we sent it over to the client. We said, okay, how does this look? Is this what you had in mind? And I got a phone call back in about 30 seconds and said, okay, Bill, you were right. This is too much going on and we've lost the message. So we ended up going back to, because they had a great message. And we always, we always tell our clients, if there's substance, stick to the substance. If you're a little worried about the substance, let's sex it up for lack of a better word. Let's put some fun, really cool, creative, eye-catching stuff in there that people will go, wow, that's a real cool spot or real cool video. But I always go back to, do you want people going, hey, that was a cool video or that's a company that I want to work with? So that's where we try and focus folks back to the substance and the message. Because in the end, that's the value add. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a marketing curmudgeon, right? I am, uh, you kids get off my lawn, just say the message and keep it simple. And we're missing the point if we've got a video that's um, going for some great creative design award in the industry. Oh yeah, and, right? and we talk with our clients, um, you know, we, cause we get into some real technical stuff. You, you do as well with your clients. And you really have to be cognizant of what the audience is. If it's someone in the industry, they're going to understand all that. If it's not, then you need to make it for the general audience. And it goes back to my training in television that they used to tell us, listen, you got to write to an eighth grade level. You know, I mean, a couple of names and and I'm kind of the, the old get off my lawn guy too. But if you go back to Howard Cosell, He used words that probably 90% of the population have no idea what he was saying. Hannity, uh, Sean Hannity used to do that as well. And what we always focused on in television, and we do even more now in video with Bearclaw, is 
listen, if you say a word or there's a phrase that you use that your audience doesn't understand or know, you've lost them for five seconds because they're either going to think, what did he just say? Or, oh, I've, I've never heard that word before. Now they've missed the following message that's, that's part of it. And when you're crafting a message, especially in this world, uh, shorter is not only better, it's a must. I mean, if you're looking at some of the OTT spots that, that folks see inside of streaming, you've got 30 seconds and really 15 seconds because at 15 seconds, folks can just hit the skip button and they're going past that. So yeah. your message has to be in that first 15 seconds in that kind of world where it's just a singular, we're going to hit it real hard, real fast. But even in a video, it's, it's funny. We put together our promotional video when I started the business. And this goes back a long time. We used to send it to folks on a VHS tape uh, so that they could review it. And I would ask them, folks would call and say, I want to do a 15-minute video or I want to do a 10-minute video. It's like, okay, did you look at our, our promotional video? Yes. How long do you think that was? Oh, that was like, you know, eight, nine, 10 minutes. I think that's exactly what I'm looking for, that kind of feel. Our promotional video was two minutes and 33 seconds. So you can wedge a lot of information if you craft the message correctly and have a nice flow to the story, you can get a lot of information into a short amount of time. And attention spans are nothing now, so you've got to do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about all the videos I put on YouTube and um, thinking in horror about how, you know, ten, the 10 or 12 minute ones, they've got well, to be really good. Mark, the other thing that we talk with our clients about is, and, and it's important to understand, video is a passive activity. When you're watching a video, you're leaning back in your chair, you may have you know, your email popping up on the side or your phone may be going off. And you have to keep them engaged in a video because it is a passive activity. So you're also not going to make a sale from a video. All you want to do, all we try and get our clients to understand is they need to see the value, they need to see the substance, they need to see the history and understand what you're offering and get them to call you so that you can do a face-to-face -face or a Zoom, uh, you know, where you can have a conversation. Because I can say we do video productions and you may say, well, I want a video done for my company but we may not be the best fit for you. Yeah. And, and you, can't, you can't get that. All you can do is try to entice folks to continue the conversation. Yeah. So what do you view as your differentiation at Bear Claw, Bill? I think for us, it's, it's the philosophy, Mark, that I, that I started the business with. We are never done until our clients say we're done. So, I mean, a little you know, inside baseball, if you will. So what we do is we create a version of the video and then we send it to you. It's gotten a lot better. We used to send VHS tapes. Now we just put it on YouTube unlisted. You can view it. You can respond right back. And I think, I think that that philosophy that we'll keep doing more versions until you say, yes, we're there. Um, and, and then I think the other thing is we always play devil's advocate with our clients. We will explain to them all of the options, what's possible, what it's going to cost, 
Because in the end, as I said before, it's their money, it's their choice. So we have to be cognizant of their budget. We have to be cognizant of their, uh, their time and what they want to get out of it. But we are going to give them all of the options and we are going to work on the project until our clients say, yes, that's it. So sometimes that means, you know, we'll put a quote together. We'll say, okay, it's going to take us five hours of editing. We may get into it and we may spend seven, eight, nine, ten. There's not an additional charge for that. That's on, that's on us. And in the end, if we don't have a happy client, that doesn't work. So we work until our clients are happy. That's pretty significant. Um... What, what outcomes does that get bo- either both you and your clients? I, I, you know, this is a softball question, but I, I'm really adamant with all my clients about saying, you know, that's what you do differently. What does that mean to your customers? What do your customers buy? What differentiated outcome does a customer get from that? Well, it, it gets them the message that they want in the format that they want for us it gets us, and it kind of goes back to our earlier part of the conversation. If you want help setting up lights and figuring out how to make your Zoom call look and sound the best, I'm going to help you with that. Uh, We'll give you a one sheet on what to have people wear and and how to position the camera and do all that stuff. Um, In the end, from a purely selfish standpoint, whether we get the project or not, we want to be their resource for all things video. And hopefully at some point, if somebody says to a client, hey, I just saw your video, it looks awesome, who did that? Well, if the process was easy and on budget and they got what they wanted, they're going to say, you need to call Bill at Bear Claw Productions. And, And that's, you know, we all live on referrals. Referrals are a whole lot easier to deal with than, you know, cold calling and trying to track down new prospective clients. You have to do both. But it, it, it works out a whole lot better if our clients get what they want. And what we try to do with that devil's advocate approach is to give them all the options so that they understand what's possible and what they can get. Yeah. And then in the end, they have to decide, you know, I mean, what's their threshold for pain? I mean, you know, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you're using the phrase devil's advocate but to me that seems like a consultant somebody who says i I know what's going to work absolutely um and i guess one of the other things that i admire about you bill is that you grew up in the news business and so editing for you was a high speed high efficiency activity had to be right It, it had to be or you're dead so you know i i liken it to me tiling. I, I can do it. I can tile myself and I can do a great job. I can actually, I'm slow enough that I can do a job that I like better than a lot of the tilers out there. Not, not as good as the best ones, but uh, I'm well above average. I just take really long. <laughs> sure. Well, and, 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 and my time is now money. Oh, of course. Right. Um, I bill a heck of a lot more for that time than I would pay that high end tiling contractor. Absolutely. And, and, and that's another thing that we kind of bring to our clients. We are very good at what we do. If we don't do it, we'll tell the client that. 
that we don't do that. I just had a, a, a call from a, a friend of mine here in town and they needed an explainer video. We can do it in-house and it's kind of along that, that tiling format you know, of your story. We can do it, but it's going to take us longer to do it than somebody who does it every day. Yeah. And I was up front. I said, listen, I, I know what you want. Yes, we can do it, but we are not the best outlet for you. Give me half an hour. I will get you some names. I will find you someone who can do that for you as a service, no charge, but let me find the right person for you for this project. And we also find a lot of our clients when we say, hey, listen, we'll come in and show you editing software. We'll show you how to do it. We'll get you all set up. And oftentimes we find our clients will come back and say, okay, Bill, yeah, we've done some in-house videos and they're fine, but it's taking us forever to do it. And, and we want you to, to either come in and help us with this. We'll pay you as a consultant to come in and do this. Or we want you to just take it over and we'll give you the content. Yeah, that's that's a business model I've been uh, really trying to emulate in my business where uh, you buy my book. That's that's everything, right? That is my IP. And go ahead and buy my book for 30 bucks and try to do it yourself. Right. If you get stuck, call me and we'll arrange a, a little some spot consulting fees getting you through your stuck moment. Yep. Fine. Or you want it done for you? You want the full consultant experience? I do that too. Whichever one you want, Mr. Right. Whatever you want, that works for me. Because naturally, customers will say, I'm going to start doing it myself. Uh, then, then you're helping them. And then they say, you know, we've been downsizing and none of the people we have, they could do it, but they're all so oversubscribed. Mark, why don't you just come on in? And um, that's an easy way to get people comfortable with what you do, how well you do it, and just please help me. Yes, yeah, and it's you know it's 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 funny. You're right. Coming out of television news, I mean, if if when I was doing some news, I would report for the shows that I wasn't anchoring. So I would go out, and you know, you were the lead at six o'clock, yeah. or you were the lead at five o'clock. I mean, you can't miss your slot. Uh, and I'm sometimes amazed as we hear about projects that, oh, yeah, that TV show took, uh, you know, 45 days to edit. Well, we were doing we've, we've done TV shows here in town where we start shooting on Monday. We deliver on Friday. It airs on Saturday. And we start all over the following week. It, it, it's just I mean, it's the way it has to be done. The production environment. Um, and. And I guess I'm going to add on to that. That doesn't mean that you can give up production values. It just means you find quicker ways to yield that great results, more efficient ways. And so those end up being ways to get high bang for the buck for your clients nowadays. Absolutely. And and what we do with, with our clients as, as over the years, as social has become more involved, uh, so we'll go out and, and, and maybe we're doing a profile piece on a company or, you know, whatever it may be. And we're doing a half dozen interviews. From my news background, bells and whistles go off in my head when I hear a comment and I'm like, oh, I got to make a note of that. So what we'll do is we'll come back 
And, and we talk with our clients about this, especially as things are changing. Listen, the biggest expense for what we do is putting the crew together and going out on location. You've got cameras and audio and lights and all sorts of gear. Once we get into editing, it's a quick process, relatively speaking for us, because we do it on a daily basis. So we'll come back and we'll grab all of those little snippets. Like we do this a lot. We, we work with a nonprofit up in, in Northern Arizona. Every year we do their gala videos and their award videos. And what we'll do is we'll come back with all those interviews. We'll edit together their videos and then we'll send them all the little snippets of a little comment of how the agency has helped them, had made their life better. And we give them all those social clips so that they can use that to promote their gala or their upcoming event, or they can use them year round if they're starting a new fundraising campaign. It's the same for for-profit businesses as well. Yeah. All getting back to that SEO stuff, you got to have video. So if we're out there shooting, let's do that interview, bring in your CFO, or let's bring in somebody, let's bring in your HR person and do a 10-minute interview just to talk about what makes this company unique. What are your employees telling your HR person that why they like to work there? And then we, we cut those together and send them over and say, listen, here you go. Use this to promote however you see fit. Yep. Um, you told me a story the, the other day about an experience where you were going on uh, a college campus to interview somebody and the, the, the office that you were shooting it in just was not right. Um, and you, rather than scrubbing it and going and getting an expensive studio, um, that, that, that news on a deadline thinking came in to you and your crew. So can you tell that story? Yeah, ab- absolutely. It, we, we were interviewing a, a, a CEO and we went in to his office, which was which had beige walls, uh, a little small window on the side. Um, the time of day, there was no light coming through, and it was just kind of plain. And we only had the CEO for 15 minutes. So we had our setup time, but we had a very short window to get him. So we're setting everything up. Generally, what we do, we even carry him in our, our van now. We carry artificial flowers and, and, you know, all sorts of stuff just in case we need something because we end up in a lot of just plain rooms. So we're going through, we get it set up. We found an artificial tree in the lobby that we moved in to position it behind. We put some nice uplight on it. We did all sorts of stuff to try and make the room look warmer. And so we were going through, we're just about ready for the CEO to walk in. And all of a sudden, my lead photographer on the job grabs a light because we, we had lights set up and everything because we knew we didn't have a ton of time. He grabs a light and extension cord and goes running out the door. Okay, so the CEO's admin comes in and, and she says, are you ready? And I, I said, uh, Steve just ran to the bathroom. Uh, he'll be right back. I will come get you as soon as you know, we're set. It'll just be a couple of minutes. I didn't know where Steve went. So all of a sudden he comes running back in. I'm like, Steve, what, what are you doing? He goes, hold on. And he goes over. And again, the way the office was set up, 
we were doing the interview in the morning, so the light's on the wrong side of the building. So he ran an extension cord out around the building, put a light shining through, went to the small window in the corner, opened up the blinds just a little bit to give us kind of an angled, gradiated kind of look on the back wall, and it just made it sing. It was, we, we took a plain, boring beige wall and made it look warm and inviting. And it's just, it, it's just the little stuff like that that separates, I think, Bear Claw Productions from other organizations. Yeah, and, and you're, I think you're absolutely right. And the fact that you learn how to do stuff like that on the fly creatively with what you got at hand rather than let's invest in a whole new backdrop and, and right, which is kind of conventional thinking in your right. industry, right? It's, it is. Right? Um, you've got that on the fly, let's make something work with what we have at hand, right? Does anybody have any duct tape? <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, that's, that's some magic right there, my friend. That's some real magic. And, and I think, Mark, that's one of the things that differentiates us because there are a ton of video production companies in any town that you're in. But experience is worth a lot. We always encourage our, our customers, potential customers, when we talk with them. We'll say, listen, you should talk to three production companies because you need to make sure it's a good fit and you're comfortable with everybody that's going to be there. For us, we talk about our experience. My team that I built, we've all come out of television news, a uh, minimum of eight years in the business. So there's not a lot that we haven't seen. And we know all the little tricks and little things that you can do in a hurry to make something work better. And it goes back to what I said. We're not done until our client says we're done. And that starts even before we get out on location. But once we get there, if a room's not going to work, we're going to figure out how to make it work. Uh, there's another story. Uh, we were on a project. We were interviewing um, a gentleman downtown. His office was downtown Phoenix, had the beautiful skyline behind uh, his big picture window. So we set him up. We wanted to take advantage of it. We looked around. He had a really nice bookcase behind him like you did. That's fine. It doesn't sing. So we're like, we got to find something. So we're like, what if we kind of put them part of the window and we'll shoot out and you can see the skyline. We'll do all this. It'll be fabulous. Um, we're going to do that. So we get all set up. He walks in. We start the interview and we're three or four or five questions into the interview. And all of a sudden, the ropes from the window cleaning company that was doing the outside of the windows dropped down into our shot. And my client's like, you know, walks in, busts the, the interview, says, well, we can't do this. And I turned and I looked at her and I said, it will be okay. And she said, well, I, I can't have those ropes down. And now the guy we're interviewing, he said, oh, yeah, it's going to take them a couple hours. And I said, you guys have to trust me on this. It will be okay. And she said, are you sure? And I said, I am sure. It will be fine. Do you trust me? And she said, yes, I think. And I said, perfect. Let's continue on. So we go through, we do the interview. 
window washers, you know, the ropes are hanging down, they're swinging, kind of doing whatever. But because we had done three or four questions prior to the ropes coming down, we came back to the office, we, and we had positioned this gentleman off to the left side of the screen because we wanted the, the view. Yep. So all we did, I say all we do, I knew out in the field what we were going to do in post. We came back and we did a picture in picture from those first couple of questions with no ropes in there, did a picture in picture and everything looked fine. We took a little 30 second clip. We sent it to our client and she said, how did you do that? And I said, because you picked the right company. Bearclaw Productions will figure out how to make it work. And we did. Now, if, if we weren't able to do that, we would have said, yes, we need to, st we need to start over because this is not going to work. And our three or four questions, we hadn't even, even gotten to the meat of what we were going to be talking about yet. But I said, we've got this. And she trusted us enough and everything went fine. And nobody other than our crew, our client, and the gentleman that we were interviewing ever knew that those ropes were hanging down there. What a great story to, to end on. Bill, uh, how can people get a hold of you and Bear Claw? Well, they can call us. Our phone number is 602-789-8396. Or they can visit our website at bearclawproductions.com. And the bear in Bear Claw is spelled like my last name. So it's B-A-E-R-C-L-A-W, productions with an S, dot com. Any questions, and, anything they need, we'd be happy to, to share our knowledge. And Bill, you do work around all around North America. I've, I've heard you tell stories about all kinds of places you travel. Absolutely. We've even been to Europe on some projects for a Fortune 5 company that sent us over there uh, to do a project for them. So, yes, right. we go to Canada. We've gone to Europe. We go all over the U.S., wherever folks need us we will get them taken care of because we want to be their resource for all things video. Cool. Bill, thanks. And thanks for joining us on this episode of the Value Clarity Podcast, where just like Bill has illustrated for us, value only exists in your customer's mind and your customer's outcomes, which means that your business is really conducted inside your customer's head. Thanks and have a high value day. Well, it ain't easy, cause value's in your buyer's brain. If you're selling on only your features, you're gonna drive both of you insane. And if you ignore your customer's outcomes, you're bound to be paying your dues, cause you'll be singing those old, don't know value blue. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.